Welcome to Row to Play's Month of Horror. I am your host, Kent Boo. Five weeks of truly horrifying games sure to chill you to your bones. So put on your headphones, turn out the lights, and get ready for a scare. If you dare. <laughs> All right, this week we are playing some Call of Cthulhu. Uh, we are actually running an adventure that is in the core rulebook called Amidst the Ancient Trees. So we are going to spoil that adventure if you are planning on playing it. Maybe just skip this episode. All right, let's go around and meet these wonderful folks that I have joining me for this game. We will start with Morgan, who is, I mean, you all know Morgan. Morgan's been on Road to Play quite a bit. Morgan, welcome. Hello, I'm excited to be here. All right, also joining us, we have Kristen, Kristen Devine. Kristen, welcome back. Thanks for having me. I have never played Call of Cthulhu, so I am very excited to be playing this game today. All right, and a couple new voices on the show, but shouldn't be new to your ears because you should be listening to their shows anyways. We are going to start with Fiona from the What Am I Rolling podcast. Fiona, welcome to Roll to Play. Hi, yeah, it's great to be here and to, this is probably my first time I've actually been a player on someone else's podcast. It's usually me that does the running of stuff, so thanks very much for that. And also, first time on Roll to Play, from Brits on Bikes, Jimmy Sprinkles. Jimmy, welcome to, oh wait, you've been on Roll to Play, I just was I have, yeah, you weren't there that time. So it, that's why it escaped my memory. I will, uh, <laughs> I will allow you to introduce yourself properly now. Hello, uh, yeah, my name's Jimmy Sprinkles and I am the GM for Brits on Bikes, a Kids on Bikes uh, AP. Um, yeah, and unlike Kristen, I have played Call of Cthulhu and I am very excited to be playing again because it's been a long time. So let's go around and meet everybody's characters. We'll go in reverse order. Jimmy, let's meet your character first. Okay, well, I'm going to be playing Eddie Chapman. Um, Eddie is uh, an ex-police officer. Um, He's English. Um, he, he originally comes from England, although he grew up in Chicago and he still retains his, his quite a British accent as well, just for the sake of me not having to do an appalling American accent. Uh, um, yep, he's, um, he, he was in the police force up until about a year ago. Um, I did a bit of a, I went in a bit of a deep dive in terms of character research and um, in this world eddie was the first person um on the scene of the uh bobby frank's kidnapping which is the leopold and loeb case back in the 20s 30s um yeah and it kind of affected him quite badly um and now he's a bit of a kind of almost like a wandering pi he doesn't actually he doesn't hold a license but he he gets himself involved in 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 lots of cases which is how he's ended up here very nice very nice. All right, Fiona, who have you got for us today? All right, so today I'm playing a character called uh, Josephine Whitaker, who her occupation is a private eye. Um, very much like Eddie, she comes from sort of London. London is sort of her home grounds, and she's established there her own uh, investigation agency. And she has numerous assistants that sort of go around and help stuff. And she basically, she's one of those people that is like the head of the organization that sort of 
floats here and there and, and everyone else does stuff around her, I like to think. Um, and the reason she's gone to sort of America is that she's branching out and is going to start her new office. And so she's been sort of traveling from town to town and sort of maybe picking up uh, details here and there of different cases that might interest her and her organization. And yeah, just generally sort of, she's very sort of dynamic and curious and just endlessly sort of like going through things and often the curiosity sort of gets the better of her and she'll just goes, go in regardless of sort of social standings or etiquette. And that's Josephine. Excellent. Kristen, who have you got for us today? Today, I'm going to be playing uh, Lucille Inez. She goes by Lucy. Her occupation is a librarian. Uh, she loves her job and she takes it very seriously. She knows where every single book is in the local library. Uh, she is kind of a workaholic. She's there often. She is quiet and a big believer in science. And often after hours when the library is closed, she will spend time reading books on things like sword fighting. Uh, and she likes to think that uh, she could apply that in real life should she ever need to. So that's Lucy. All right. Adventure librarian. Yes. And Morgan. I'm playing Maria Carmen de los Santos. Uh, she is 22 and from the local university. So she's not really from here, but she has gone to school in the area. Uh, she's currently one of the head athletes at the university itself. But yeah, she's young, she's reckless, she's kind of like headstrong and like tries and, you know, thinks she knows what is going on in life, but has no idea really, like any young adult does. I know from experience. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Carmen is what she goes by. Uh, she's just... A local in the area, honestly. All right. And that area is Bennington, Vermont, which is in southwest Vermont in the United States. Uh, this, this, this tale we're going to do today takes place in the summer of 1925. Bennington is a really small town in Vermont, so a lot of folks know each other that, that live here. The librarian, you probably know a lot of people in town, those of you who have traveled here from other places. You'd learn people quickly because there's not a whole lot of them. You do know there there is some, probably the most well-known person here is Lucas Strong. He's a big wig. Uh, he is actually on the water board of the surrounding area. And you know that through, through reading local papers and stuff that he um, he's actually looking to set up a new reservoir in the area. So he's been sending out teams and scouts looking for land to do that. But... The big thing is the streets of Bennington are buzzing with news and gossip about a gunfight last night on the edge of town, uh, on the edge of the forest that, that is near Bennington. Uh, there were police cars, sirens, shotgun blasts, and kidnappers that escaped uh, because uh, some of you would know that have been in town that Lucas Strong's daughter was actually kidnapped recently and is being held for ransom. Um, a group uh, of bad guys around town uh, kidnapped her um, nobody, nobody really knows for, what for except the ransom money. The word around town is that three of the kidnappers were killed. A couple of the police officers were shot. There's, you know, it's going back and forth. Some people are saying police officers were killed. Some are saying they're just shot and, you know, in the hospital. But when you woke up this morning, you started noticing posters around town that there's going to be a town meeting. Uh, they're calling a town meeting to organize a search party to get this girl back. You know, the, this small town. 
cares big. Everybody cares big about people and they know that, you know, they want to get this girl. Her name's Jane. You all would know Jane is the girl's name. Uh, she's 16. Everybody wants to get Jane back. But there's rumors that Mr. Strong is offering a big reward for anyone who can help bring his daughter back. That He doesn't really care what's going on, how, how you get her back or what happens to the kidnappers. But if you can get his daughter back, he has a pretty handsome reward. But it's assumed that all this information will be given at the meeting that's going to be, you know, kind of at the town square this morning. So that's kind of where we start. Uh, let's check in with the characters and, and see just what you're up to. You know, right now the meeting is in about 10 minutes. At 10 o'clock, so it's about 9.50 in the morning. The town's all abuzz. Everyone's, you know, talking about the gunfighter. Everybody's talking about this coming up meeting. So what are, what are the characters, what are you all doing this morning? Let's check in with Lucy first. So Lucy is uh, just finishing up making a sign to put on the front of the library saying that the library will be opening later today due to the meeting uh, in the town square. Um, and then she'll be heading over there so that she's there before it starts. All right. Who wants to go next? Okay. Um, all right. So, Eddie was, this is just a bit of a stopgap for Eddie. Um, he was planning on going to a, uh, heading south um, to a reported um, incident that happened uh, somewhere. Quick, give me the name of a city that's south of Vermont. Atlanta. Atlanta, thank you. He was, he was heading over to Atlanta to... Um, to, to look into uh, the di disappearance of several children um, over the last few few weeks. But obviously all the action kicked off and he has um, just uh, rebooked a couple of extra days in his hotel. Um, and, uh, and yeah, he's, he's, he's currently in the foyer of the hotel um, just um, looking at uh, one of these, these posters about the town meeting. Okay, yeah, it's real bare bones, just says uh, town meeting, you know, in the town square, which would be kind of in front of the general store. So not a whole um, lot of information. How old is, do we, do, I, do we know how old she is? Sorry I'm, if I missed it. Uh, 16. 16, okay. Yeah. All right, uh, what is Josephine up to first thing this morning? Well, Josephine will have been the last couple of days scouting out uh, any offices or anywhere she could like rent out. So I think today she would have been trying to do some viewings, but everyone seems to have cancelled. There's some sort of fracas going on. So I suppose I should go and see what that's all about, really. So I'd probably try and grab a coffee or some sort of beverage uh, akin to 1920s uh, <laughs> Southern town and then make my way to the, uh, to the town meeting, really, and see what all this is, all, what's all going on, really. All right, and Carmen. Um, Carmen doing her morning stuff. She probably already went to the school, worked out, met up with some of her colleagues and um, teammates, and then I think was going on a run or maybe ran from the university to the town hall because it's fits in right in her time. She's you know she's just squeezing it in before, before everything that's happening. So she's making she's probably getting there like right on time. Just gross and sweaty from her jog from the university however many miles that is all right so i think we pick up the as as carmen is running into town just you know slowing down and jogging into into this town meeting as it as the time clicks over to 10 a.m unless someone had something specific they wanted to do before this town meeting starts okay 
So right at 10 o'clock, um, Sheriff Jenkins, who you all know, uh, sets up a box and they step up on top of it. And, you know, they kind of quiet down the crowd a little bit, get everybody, you know, everybody's kind of chittering and chattering, of, you know, spreading more rumors about what happened. So, so Sheriff Jenkins steps up, calms the crowd down a little bit and says, well, based off what I've heard this morning, it's clear everybody has heard about the incident last night on the edge of the forest. So we, the important thing to know is Jane Strong, daughter of Lucas, and he motions over to an older gentleman that's, that's kind of off in the, the side of him sitting on a chair, real, I mean, just, he's been up hours, hasn't slept, and it's clear to see that, that, that Lucas has been awake and definitely going through, you know, really stressed out, really concerned for, for his daughter. Uh, and so Sheriff Jenkins, he's on, Jane was taken a couple nights ago by Sidney Harrison and his gang. We know that Eugene, Eugene Clayton is with them. And Sidney demanded a, a ransom of $10,000 to return Jane. And Mr. Strong agreed to pay that. So we, we arranged for a handover last night at the edge of the woods. Sidney demanded it was at the edge of the woods. So we arranged to hand over the money. Um, and, you know, kind of hands are shooting up every once in a while. And Sheriff Jenkins is, you know, it's like, hold all your questions to the end. Let me get all the information out now. And we'll probably answer questions that you have. Uh, he says, everything was going fine, but then, but something spooked Sydney and shots were fired. Um, after all was said and done, we have two police officers that were shot and Harris and Eugene escaped off into the woods with the ransom money. Uh, they, they collected the $10,000 we had brought and took off back into the woods. We didn't see any sign of Jane. So we're assuming that they are holding her somewhere in the woods. And we, we are putting together search parties to go into the woods and find Jane and bring her back and bring Sydney and, and whatever of his, his cronies are, are doing out there, bring any of them back uh, and, you know, bring them to justice for this. He says, but that's really all the information we have at the moment. So we're going to put together small teams of three or four people and start sending them into the woods in different places to just, you know, do a sweep and see what you can find and hopefully bring, bring Jane back safe and sound. Uh, Lucy um, kind of raises her hand and then as, she, as loudly as she can asks, um, this sounds a bit dangerous. Can, can, should we be bringing weapons? Well, based off the state of our officers, um, it is clear that, that Sydney and his gang are going to, I mean, they're, they're willing to use deadly force. So uh, we would recommend you have ways of protecting yourself. I mean, and also the woods, there are other animals out there as well. Um, I mean, we don't have a rampant bear population, but there are bears out there. So you would definitely want ways of protecting yourself. And at this, Lucas Strong stands up on the side and yells out and says, I will personally pay $25 per day to anyone who helps bring my, my little girl back. Uh, he says, and I don't care if, 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 if Sydney and his gang are dead or alive at the end of it, just get Jane back. And, and the sheriff kind of, you know, settles him down and says, well, we're, we're, we're not, we're, we're not vigil We're not sending vigilantes out there. We, we would like to bring, bring these, these men back to face justice. Uh, so, you know, we're not saying go out there and just shoot anyone you see because there are going to be, you know, just remember there will be other teams out there. 
So don't end up shooting one of your friends. Um, Eddie raises his hand and he says, uh, Sheriff, um, Eddie Chapman, um, New Round Town. Um, just tell me something about uh, Sydney and Eugene. Is is this the kind of behaviour that they've exhibited before or have they, they upped their criminal dealings? Well, I mean, everybody knows that Sydney and his and his his little gang of folks are. I mean, they're they're bad eggs. I mean, they steal from the store. Um, you know, they they they'd go harass like cow tipping. You know, I mean, but nothing nothing to this at this this. I mean, nothing this escalated before. It's really just petty crime and and annoyances. Okay, so. So there's no there's no real motivation other than than money. They they haven't been desperate or anything like that. Uh, no, as far as we can tell, money is is the sole motivator here. Well, I for one will definitely be on the search, um, and I'm just going to nod over at um, at Lucas. Um, don't worry, sir. We'll we'll do what we can. Yeah, Lucas. Uh, no, it's very appreciative um, of you. He's he's a little away, but yeah, a lot of other people are at, at you know when you step up as the first volunteer, a lot of other people are are raising their hands, volunteering, you know, and saying they'll 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 join the search. Yeah, and uh, uh, Josephine also says, oh, "Hello, yes, Josephine Whitaker, uh, friend of the London B uh, LBI, the London Bureau of Investigations." Hello, yes, hi, hi, hi. Um, I also would love to help you, and you know, my services here could be um, well well applied. I think yes. Well, we'd be glad to have someone, uh, someone of your experience, out there. So we'll gladly take you. Not a problem. Not a problem. Kent, can I just ask, um, is, um, like having worked similar cases before, um, Eddie would probably know that, you know, often these things are solved, um, like within the first kind of 48 hours or so. Um, is there anybody in the room who's, who's acting out of sorts? Um, who's a little bit, I don't know, just not behaving the way that, that one might expect at a meeting like this? Um, not really. As you look around, I think that, I mean, like suspicious folks or anything, or just, I mean, there's certainly, you know, some, so, I mean, Lucas Strong is distraught, obviously. Um, any, anybody that's from, you know, out of town and, and, you know, is probably a little off guard, but no one's looking like suspicious or anything like that. Okay. Um, Carmen's, just has her hand raised like everybody else. She doesn't really add much to the conversation itself, but she's like, I'll join. Well, we, we certainly appreciate it. I know I do. And you know, we don't, we, we don't stand for stuff like this around here. So it, it, you know, I, I knew the town would step up and I'm very pleased at the response. So um, unless anyone has any more questions, we're going to start at noon. So you have a couple hours to, gather up any supplies you were heading off into the woods you'll probably be there a couple days the woods are big and uh so make sure you pack for that you know i mean you can hunt while you're out there again be very careful of firing off guns because there's going to be a good number of you out there so you don't want to shoot somebody thinking they're a deer or something uh but you know it's hot it is summer and all of you can feel that it's very hot 
you know, in Vermont in, in the late, late days of summer. So. Which for Carmen being from the South, it's not hot yeah. at all. <laughs> <laughs> but unless anyone has any further questions, we will, uh, we'll allow you, I mean, um, the general store, Larry has offered to run credit for anyone who needs to, to buy supplies from the general store. Um, and I think Mr. Strong will, will cover any reasonable cost of supplies that anyone may need that, that they cannot afford themselves. Uh, Josephine raises her hand again and says, oh, hello, uh, Josephine Whitaker again. Um, has anyone, that uh, you said before these two boys, Sydney and Eugene, has anyone been to the, do they, has anyone searched their houses or told their families? Maybe they know something. Uh, well, they, they don't have much family in this area. They, uh, they moved here from, from somewhere, you know, a few years ago and just really started creating a mess for us here. Um, but we did check out where they, they live. And I mean, there's no real sign of anything that we could find. Um, I mean, they, we didn't find any weapons, so it's assumed they have, if they have weapons, the guns, they have them all with them. Um, but there's really nothing that, that really pointed to further motivation beyond money or where they might have gone. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, so we'll right to head over to the general store then. Yeah. And this will be one of those things we speed through. So if there's something in particular <laughs> you want, we won't, we won't bog down with conversations with the shop owner, unless you have something you think you need to get from the shop owner. But Glances up at a chainsaw mounted on the wall. <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, I would just, yeah, I'd pack all the usual survival okay. gear and stuff like that. Okay. So, um, just mark down anything you think that you're going to take. Um, I'm not going to be too big on, you know, Oh, well you probably don't have that, but there might be some things, you know, we might make rows to see, did you grab this thing that would be very useful in this situation? So like a, like a okay. desert eagle, <laughs> there are like, like, like thrower. <laughs> there are, there are um, like torches and flashlights in this town. So, um, you know, they wouldn't have long battery life, of course, but, you know, stuff okay. like that does exist. So we don't need to go over now what we have. We'll just talk about it when the time comes. And it, obviously, if it's a flamethrower, we'll have a conversation, right? right. <laughs> okay. Inventory management is not something I'm interested in. So Fine. I trust you as players that you won't be like, you know, oh, I brought my pet bear out with me and didn't did. until today until two Stuck days in customs i couldn't do anything about it <laughs> cool sounds good all right does anybody have anything they want to do around town before heading out if not we will mm -mm. magically teleport ourselves I'm okay um oh go ahead I was going to say the only thing that i really wanted was like a a, a map of the woods uh, however best it it comes you know um, yeah, I think you could get a map kind of of the surrounding area, which would show you, would give you a generalized view of the woods, like you, the size, I mean, you'd be able to tell the size, you, a couple like lakes would be indicated on it, bigger lakes, okay. you know, but it's not going to get as fine detailed as, you know, like paths and stuff like that. Because I was thinking of kind of driving out a ways and then kind of hiking back through to, to do the search that way, start the furthest distance is that possible um well i have a place i'm going to start you at you're the lucky oh, okay. group all right no problem 
Um, um, Carmen's basically just going to go back to school, just finish up packing, packing supplies. And while she's there packing, she's going to talk to some maybe of the locals that she goes to school with who may know the woods a bit better than she does. So they can give her some ideas of like certain paths or what to expect out there or anything like that. Okay. Yeah, you do. You talk to people um, and, you know, people that, that have lived in the area longer, um, which you said you moved here, right? Yeah, from the south. So people yeah, that have... Been the, she's young, so she's like yeah. 19, so she's only been in school for like a year. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so people that have been here that, that grew up around Bennington and around the woods, they have all kinds of stories, like small towns and, and stuff like that do. Uh, so you hear lots of things of, you know, back people would, um, like in the Civil War, like people in the Union Army or whatever would that didn't want to fight uh, would desert then they would travel through the woods to get away, you know, to try to make it to the Canadian border eventually to, to, or just hide out in the woods for years. So they didn't have to face the horrors of war. You know, there's a lot of that. Um, there are, uh, people talk about strange things happening in the woods, you know, people walking, strange people walking around in the woods and, you know, strange noises, stuff like that. Um, they say the water, some of the lakes are really stagnant. Uh, they talk about lakes that are just, I mean, the water is just black from being so stagnant and, you know, gross. Um, but yeah, um, that's, that's, I mean, just stuff that normal rumor stuff, you know, nothing that's like stands out as extremely weird, you know. Does anybody talk about any crypto creatures at all or? (laughs) I mean, you know, Bigfoot's (laughs) in the woods, uh, you know. You gotta know where big boy, uh, big 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 boy Bigfoot is. <laughs> <laughs> they do specifically call call it big boy in these parts. Oh, I love it. It's canon. <laughs> right, yeah, it's canon now. Big yep. boy. Big boy tramples through these here woods. <laughs> All right. But yeah, yeah so that's what she's doing as she's packing and like gathering supplies and stuff. And okay, anybody else? Bought, oh, sorry. She may have oh. bought like a machete at the store, but that's that's about it. Okay. Um, Lucy, it's, it's as Lucy is there, um, at 1130. So she's there like a half an hour before, and she's just very eager. Um, this is going to be like her first big adventure. So she is early and excited. Okay. All right. So you are standing back at the town square, you know, people pass through going which way in that, you know, so. Yeah, but Josephine will, after getting some supplies from the store, she'll probably just be talking to people like, oh, hello, Josephine Whitaker, here's my car, and like, try and question people, but isn't, you know, it's, it's more sort of local gossip, trying to find out, you know, I guess it's what you've already talked about, really, sort of like, uh, Lucius's, uh, Lucas's um, like presence in the town, like, how well his daughter was known, is she well-liked, that sort of thing. Yeah, you hear, I mean, you, you catch up on kind of the past of, of Lucas and his daughter, where... He was kind of a, uh, lo- he was a logger, you know, to begin with. Like he made his riches logging in the forest and surrounding areas. Um, and, and then he decided he wanted to get into politics. So he worked his way through that, became head of the water board, and now is, you know, trying to set up a reservoir, you know, so. And is he well-liked in general? Um, nobody dislikes him. There's people that he's fired, you know, in the past that hold a bit of a grudge for, against him, but that's normal. You know, someone who, who suddenly loses their job, they're probably not too happy about it. So, but yeah, no one's like, oh, Lucas is just a horrible person. You know, everybody, everybody's mm-hmm. either, either they like him or they're just like, eh, you know, 
I, I totally understand. Yes, yes, of course. Um, Kent, real quick, because I don't think I said it in the beginning. If it's okay, I wanted Lucy to have lived here her whole life. Yep, good. Okay. So you would know that uh, the woods, uh, the people don't hunt it a lot because mm-hmm. it seems like there's less game out there. There's, I mean, you could definitely go out for a weekend and come back with, with maybe a deer or something, but it's, it's a small, I mean, it's nothing big, you know? Okay. I mean, people, you know, stories of people who go out for a full weekend and don't even come back with like a rabbit or anything. Okay. Know? All right. So you all reconvene back at the town square at noon and, um, Sheriff Jenkins just kind of goes over everything again, just briefly hits the high points. You know, Jane is missing out here. That, and really focuses, our priority here is to find Jane. Uh, our, you know, our priority is not to go out and, and kill Sydney and Eugene. If you can get Jane back without even encountering them, that's fine. You know, that's the big focus is getting Jane back. So, uh, and then he starts to gather people up into groups and, through the convenience of y'all are player characters, you're all put into one group together. And <laughs> And also through that convenience, you are the lucky group that gets to start at where the shootout occurred. So you will start there and you will start heading into the forest in kind of a north easternly, you know, uh, direction and start working that way. Oh, just one thing. Sorry, it's not, not it's, did they say in the, the handover for the moment was um, was Jane there or was she going to be handed off somewhere else? Uh, Jane, that was one thing that they found strange is that Sydney and them demanded the ransom and they were going to hand over Jane, but they did not bring her to the handoff. And then, so they headed back in the woods in kind of a northeaster, easternly northeast direction. Uh, so it's assumed she's back that way being held possibly by one of these other, uh, one of, one of Sydney's other friends. Do we know specifically how many are in the gang? They know that three of, of his gang were killed. Uh, they did see Sydney himself and Eugene escape. So they know there's at least two of them out there. Uh, but yeah, the sheriff says they don't expect, they know Sydney didn't have a great big number of friends. So unless he just crossed paths with some other equally bad folks that it's probably just just him and Eugene, maybe one other person at best, because they would assume someone had to stay back with Jane wherever she was being held, or she would have ran off, you know? Okay. All right, so if nothing else, uh, the sheriff escorts you out to the shootout, where the shootout occurred. It's right on the edge of the, kind of a clearing right on the edge of the forest. As you come up, you see tire tracks from where the police cruisers came in. Um, You see... This, the ground's been like disturbed in different places where you can tell this shootout happened. And I shall turn you loose as players now. I think Carmen's first thing she's going to do is just like look for blood trails maybe to see which direction they're going into the wood itself. Alright, let's do a roll. Um, would that be a spot thing? Or is it called spot hidden? I or? think that'd be a spot hidden. Yeah, okay. Let's go with spot hidden since you're, you're just looking for sign of something. Alright, since first roll. So what you're going to do, uh, yeah, you're going to take a percentile die and a tens die, roll them both, and see what you get. Okay. Oh, that is, I think at 8%, because I got double zeros on my percentile. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, What is your uh, spot hidden skill? Uh, 55. Okay, so, uh, yeah, that's a success. Um, 
so yeah, you you get out there and you start you know after the sheriff stays for a little bit and talk you know just kind of lays out the scene of how it occurred. Uh, he takes off because he's not interesting to the story, and you look around a little bit more and you do you spot you do find a couple you know bigger dark spots closer to the roadside that um, that you probably can assume was probably the officers. You know they probably wouldn't have got shot closer to the woods because they would have pulled up to the scene away from the woods. Um, and as you look around more, you do notice a blood trail that is leading off into the woods. All right. And it, it beat my, I guess my critical, which is the 11. I don't know. What's the 27 and 11? Or So 11 yes. would be, yeah, if I called for like a hard, hard success. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So she's, Carmen's looking around and she's like, oh, it, it may have been, and they may have gone that way. I, I, that's what it looks like. Oh, fantastic! Oh, you've got such good eyes. I, I was just blinded by the trees for a moment. Uh, sorry, what was your name again? Oh, uh, you can just call me Carmen. Uh, what, what's Carmen. yours? Oh, m my name is Josephine Whitaker. Hello, I'm the head of the London Bureau of Info uh, Investigation, not Information. That's a, a totally different branch. And yes, yeah, it's very exciting, uh, but, but very sad. Very sad. Yes, yes. Um, oh. So, have you have you lived here long or your whole life, or? Mm. Oh no, I've I've only been living here for a year for uh, college. That's about it. I've come I've come from uh, Mississippi, down oh, south. Fantastic! Yeah. Oh, fantastic! Oh, she, oh just me just wandering around, sort of looking stuff. Probably is disturbing the ground much more than the astral. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just be careful of the blood. I don't think it's quite. Oh no, my shoe. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, no, I've got another pair because you know we are in the woods, so I thought walking shoes would be great. Uh, yeah, definitely. You're gonna definitely gonna need uh, walking shoes, um, maybe some clothes that are more fitted for athletic work, uh, wear. I, I, I fashion is, is my style. You see, it's like a really fashionable, like winter coat type thing. Just <laughs> wow, this is, this is great. And, and you two, uh, sorry, I didn't catch your names either. Oh, hello. I, I'm Lucy. It's it's very nice to meet you. Oh, Lucy. Oh, my sister's called Lucy. Oh, charming, charming. I'm Zeddy. Oh, oh, I see. I'm not the strong, silent type. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Oh, I, I recognise that accent. You're, you're from London, aren't you? Close, not too far away. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Well, what's the plan, chaps? I don't normally do this sort of thing, so... I mean, we got to find the girl. I think that's the main plan right now, right? It's a good first plan, yes. Yeah, um... Eddie would like to just have a kind of look at the kind of scuff marks around the place. I mean, obviously, we know that they're heading southwest. Is that right, Carmen? Uh, no, it looks like it's northeast. Northeast. How did I get that so wrong? Um, <laughs> like, as Eddie's pointing in the wrong direction, she just sort of, like, directs him slowly. To Turns him around 180 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> Um, in terms of the, the actual marks themselves, though, um, do they tell a story? Can we ascertain what's, what's kind of happened here? Um, okay, so are you looking for what happened, or are you thinking more along the lines of, like, for tracking purposes? I, I think it's... I, I want to kind of... I'm, I'm suddenly thinking about that, that scene in um, The Princess Bride, 
where he tells the story going on during um, when he's when he's chasing after um, the Dread Pirate Roberts. Okay, um, so yeah, I think. Hmm, is there a role that would fit this? I mean, I suppose tracking. Yeah, if or you even that natural world, I suppose. Yeah, if you want the ultimate goal of this to be like to get a better idea of what happened after the fight, let's do tracking, and then we'll go out from there. Okay. Which I don't think I have anyway. It's so a bit like Aragorn in Lord of the Rings trying to find out what happened to the hobbits. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, tracking. Yeah, I failed. Okay, so so what happens in your mind's eye as you are walking around trying to piece together this scene? You know, you have, you have experienced piece, piecing together scenes and kind of seeing how things plays out. How bad did you fail? Just normal failure? Uh, that was a hard fail. Okay. So as you walk around and you're, you're playing it out in your mind, you're, you're trying to get a good visual picture of this, um, it's 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 foggy because every time you kind of come across a new clue you it it reminds you of something something from your past you know maybe a case you worked in the past or something so the the picture you come out of the end of this with is you see kind of these these blobs that would represent the the bad guys kind of come out of the woods and then it's kind of interspersed though like with like it kind of plays over like a city alley you know as as a memory of yours falls in place you know and then you you hear the police sirens, but it, but it's um, it's however police sirens. I know they sound different in, in in you know in Europe and London. So you hear that instead of like American police sirens that you've heard recently on your trip, and and so everything in your mind is kind of crashing together. Um, and at the end of it, you just you you turn around, you you think you have an idea of what happened, um, but you're not sure because there were. I mean, you know, you know facts. You know there was a shootout here, but in your mind, you you're you're imposing like a knife fight on top of it that happened, you know. And um, at the end of it, you really you don't have a great idea of like where they went afterwards. Like that was your ultimate goal was to figure out after this played out what happened next. You know, you know they went in the woods, but you really, I mean, you can't settle on a direction and be confident. Okay, so obviously Eddie's looking down, he begins to do all this jazz and um, the rest of you all are uh, kind of left with this guy kind of frozen, staring, slack-jawed into space, trying to figure it all out. I like the idea that Josephine's just been wittering on this whole time, just in the background. <laughs> what do you think he's doing? He's been very quiet. Do you think, do you think we might need to take him back to the town? He seems to be... seems to be calm. Oh. Uh, quiet. Oh. No, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Oh no! Sorry, did I interrupt you? I'll be really quiet this time. So sorry, sorry. No, it's fine. Look, I think maybe just following this blood trail, unless anybody can find anything else. I mean, um, do the. I'm guessing it's like almost. It's on the edge of the forest. This shootout with the trees and whatnot. Is there anything on the trees that, like, I guess, is a gun uh, holes or like is like a handprint or something like that to indicate if they might have gone up in separate directions rather than just following one blood trail. Like if uh, Eugene and Sydney have split, I guess. Um, give me a spot hidden on that. Ooh, see okay. what you see what you come up with. This spot hidden for me, I've got to get 60 or below. I'll give you, which I'll let you roll with advantage, which means you're going to roll your 10 die twice mm -hmm. since uh, Carmen has already spotted the blood trail and you know it's got you in a kind of a direction. Okay, I'll do that. 
Ooh, it didn't help at all. So we're going for the lower one, right? It was seventy-one. Okay. So I did not, did not, did not forget that one. All right. So I mean, you you do find the initial uh, blood trail that that Carmen identified, um, but. I don't know, maybe just looking for this stuff in the woods is just not your forte, you know, you see... It really isn't. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you <laughs> kind of, you start following it and you lose sight of it real quick, you know. Hmm. Well, I guess, I guess we just followed the blood trail through this way and just, maybe we should fan out, like do a, oh, what do they call it, like a maneuver? Or do you think we should go straight in as a line? I asked the whole group this. <laughs> I, think, I think we should fan out, but make sure that we can see each other. Because strange things can happen in these woods. We should make sure we can keep each other in sight. What do, what do you mean, strange things? There's just... There's just a lot of talk about people who go into the woods for several days and come back and have seen some things. Yeah, I, I heard this as well from the university, um, that there's a few people that go in and see strange noises or strange people out there. And um, rumor is, is that some people hid out here during the Civil War and never came back to society. Yep. They could still be out there. I mean, quite frankly, sometimes I wish I'd go into the forest and not return back to society, but sometimes you have to pay your taxes. Look, anyway, why, why, don't, we, why don't we just go through... Uh, does it, did anyone bring a torch, perhaps, and we could just fan out sort of maybe five, ten feet, or maybe uh, two yards? I don't know. I, I'm very bad at the conversions of this. I mean, I brought a flashlight, if that's what you mean by a torch. Yes, perfect. I also brought one. Well, like, I think, I think can I just ask, how dark would it be once we get into the forest? Is it going to be so dark that we need flashlights? Or not, not yet. It's about um, you set out at noon to to come to this location. Probably took about twenty minutes to get there. So it's probably about one o'clock in the afternoon. So uh, there is coverage overhead, but I mean, you you're not at the point of needing you know um, torches or flashlights at the moment. Okay. Well, at least if, if everyone has some sort of source of light, just in case it gets very dark, or if we get separated, perhaps we can signal to each other in some way. Well, failing that, you can club someone with it. Oh, that, that is one approach, yes. Like Sydney, Eugene, they'll pay. Josephine. <laughs> no, I think you're <laughs> oh. talking about bad guys, not, 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 not you. <laughs> I love that you laughed at your own joke. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think we're laughing now because we know the horror is coming. Like, <laughs> exactly. exactly. I, al I also think that Lucy has just started to walk into the woods now. <laughs> hang on, hang on. This is the most exciting thing that's happened in her 26 years of life. She's ready. <laughs> yep, I'll follow after Lucy. I'm going with them, but like once we start getting in, I'm going to spread out. So maybe there's like 10, 20 feet between us. Yeah. So we can see each other, but we're not like close. Yeah, we'll assume the, the sheriff went over, like, you know, because they've done search parties where, you know, people have gone missing in the woods and they've, you know, everybody fans out an appropriate amount where you can still see each other and communicate with each other, but you are covering, you know, or you're, you're efficiently covering, covering ground. So, um, Carmen, you can actually keep up with the blood trail for a while because it's, I mean, it's pretty, I mean, there's, there's a lot of blood to begin with as, as whoever got shot ran off you know they're they're dripping it out pretty good to begin with so you do follow it for a while um pretty good you gotta you're moving kind of in a northeast direction off into the woods so yeah you begin moving through the woods you're all appropriately spaced out the way you need to be to, to most efficiently cover ground and search um 
Carmen, since you notice the blood trail, you keep up with it for a while, which is really easy to do starting out with uh, because the blood trail, I mean, it is still fresh and whoever got shot is bleeding out a lot to begin with. You can tell by just how much blood there is. Um, but it does begin to taper off after a while. So to keep up with it, you know, you will have to really start tracking and, you know, we'll, we'll call for periodic like tracking rows, which anybody who may be more suited for that, you can say, hey, I've lost the trail, you know, help me find it, you know, so Carmen, you don't have to pull, pull, you know, have all of that on you doing the tracking. But yeah, you're in the woods, which are nice. I mean, it is warm. Uh, there are bugs, you know, but otherwise it's, I mean, it's not raining at least. Are there any animals or any sort of birds or anything like that singing? Um, you do hear birds dip in the trees, you know, uh, every once in a while you catch a rabbit as you spook it, it's, it shoots out and runs off. Um, but I mean, you don't really see anything anything bigger. You don't really see like any deer or anything as you're moving through. Um, whilst we're kind of following this blood trail, I also want to be uh, slightly aware of any anything that may be following us or anything that's, you know, anything that's unnatural or out of the ordinary about wherever we're headed. Okay. And when I mean when I mean unnatural and out of the ordinary, I don't mean like Cthulhu or anything like that. I just mean like out of place in the woods. Right. So you like want to hear if someone runs up on you with intent to murder? Yeah, that kind of thing. Gotcha. I mean, that would be helpful. Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, one thing you do know is that everyone and y'all can figure out who has this in your group. Every group was given a whistle. Just you know that way it's a distinct sound that if say someone heard or found Jane, you know, they could indicate by blowing the whistle. So one of you has a whistle. Um, so, you know, you know, to listen out for that. If another group needs help or again, if they found Jane, you know, it's just a distinct sound that, that you would know is another group, another group out here. Okay. One so, whistle per group or per person? Per group. So okay. y'all can figure out who has that whistle amongst yourselves. Uh, but yeah, you continue on with um, with Eddie definitely paying more of attention to ambush and stuff like that. Um, so you do continue on for a while. Um, we'll say that you you pick. I mean, you keep moving in the direction the blood trail is going. You know, I'm not going to call for any additional tracking rows right now. Um, but what I will call for is everyone make a listen row. Uh, Jimmy, do that with advantage since you were specifically listening out. Okay, just remind me of advantage again. Uh, you roll your percentile dice twice and take the lower. So if uh, we don't have a skill in that listen roll, do we just do the base listen roll 20 then? Yes. Oh. I'm sorry, what am I rolling? Uh, you're rolling a percentile die and a tens die, which they look the same. I Except got 100, so I'm not paying attention uh, at all. <laughs> that is a critical failure, which, I mean, uh, I'm not going to have like your eardrums explode or anything. But. <laughs> I'm going to double check. Did you get a hundred or a one? Uh, no, a hundred. So a uh, double zero and a double and a one on the unit die. Oh, that's a one then. Oh yeah, that's a one. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, all, yeah. Ze all zeros would be the hundred. Yeah. That's a critical. No, it is. It, it is all zeros though. Oh, all zeros. Yeah, I've got a okay, zero. Then. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, then sorry. No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not paying attention. <laughs> uh, like Morgan had mentioned, so I only have the twenty in listen. Yeah, um, roll equal to or under that. Okay, so I rolled a two on the ten, and then a, and then seventy on the percentage die. All right, so that's seventy-two. So you. That's what I thought. Failed. Fail. Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure I was reading. 
I also failed. Okay. I um, only just passed. Okay. All right. So yeah. Um, so Eddie, uh, you hear you hear what you're listening for. You hear the sound of wood cracking, kind of up ahead of you. So you like someone walking through the woods. Um, the other two don't hear it, and um, Josephine, you. I mean, you just you're convinced you hear a mountain lion just growling off in the distance. What was that? Oh my god! Did you hear it? Did you what? hear that? What? What is Did, it? I, it's a lion. It must be. I don't. I've seen a I've lion. Seen London Zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really big and oh, they're very scary. Lots of teeth. I don't. I don't believe we have lions here. Um, Could everybody just be quiet oh, for a second? Oh, oh yes. Okay. Hush, 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 okay. hush, hush. We'll be quiet. Shh. Okay. All right. So the group all stops and. Um, Jimmy, give me a spot hidden. That is a hard success. Okay, so luckily, uh, since you stopped everybody and nobody's making noise and you're looking out in the direction where you heard the footsteps, you do see two people up there. Um, you see, I mean, you see a bigger person and then a smaller person, so you would assume, like, you know, a parent and a kid out here. Uh, they are wearing, like, bright orange colors, so probably, you know, you, you reckon probably hunters, you know, they're, you know, that's probably not Eugene, but you definitely see people off in the distance where you heard that noise. Um, I'm going to pull out my gun, um, and I'm going to signal to the others to, um, to hold, um, and I want to just move forward um, a little bit just to just to make sure that they aren't anybody untoward what so signal are you using sorry what signal are you using it would just be a simple kind of stop and hold all right so let's talk about how y'all are dressed what did y'all wear out into these woods well uh, <laughs> oh boy <laughs> So Josephine is definitely wearing, uh, it's more fashion and, and impractical. For the, it, it will keep her warm, but it is very, very bright and definitely not camouflaged because okay. it wouldn't go with her tone. Okay. Um, Lucy is wearing um, flat, comfortable shoes, the most practical shoes she would have. But as a librarian, uh, she's probably also in a long skirt. And then she definitely has one of those uh, fitted like bell hats from the 20s. Um, neutral colors. She's does not wear bright colors in the library, so grays, whites, anything that's neutral. Okay. I've got a cap with a massive set of antlers on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't really. Um, um, okay. Um, all right, so Eddie is... Um, he doesn't really give a shit about clothes. Um, he's just in a pair of trousers and... Uh, a pair of brogues and a, a scruffy old jacket. Um, you know, nothing, you know, just kind of typical middle-aged man from the 1920s kind of attire. Oh. What's, what's middle-aged in the 20s? Like 30? Is that? Yeah. <laughs> How old am I? Yeah, I'm, I'm 33. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> but I'm old beyond my years, so, you know. Cool. Um, so I just had to look up fashion in the 1920s because I'm a nerd like that. 
Carmen is athletic and she knows that it's going to be different while amounts of temperature throughout the day. She is wearing basically just like uh, flat tennis, uh, trousers. Actually, she's wearing because it's the summer, quote unquote, because it ain't summer for her. <laughs> um, she actually has her weightlifting shorts on and um, uh, just a plain blouse that's like short sleeved. And her colors are just grays and greens and actually I think the shorts might have the embroidery of the, the school on them like on the left leg on the front um, but her hair her dark hair is up in a bun back in a ponytail with the little small bangs so she, and then she has a sweater just uh, draped over her shoulders just when it gets cold okay well luckily one of you in your group decided to dress in a fashion sense with some bright colors today <laughs> Because you have not yeah, been mistaken. Practical clothing. <laughs> you have not been mistaken for a deer, uh, and thus not shot at. Uh, by as Eddie creeps closer, sees a a father son team that is out here. Uh, they have rifles on their back. Uh, they have bright orange vests. Uh, so you know, as you get closer, you can tell they are uh, you know on a hunting trip. Uh, it's not a big enough group to be a search party. So these are just people who are in the woods today. Good afternoon. Hello. I call from back. <laughs> um, I I turn to Lucy and say, do, "Do you know these two? I imagine I do. Kent, do I know them? You do not, because they're not oh. from Bennington. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. No, I I don't know. I don't think they're from here. I don't recognize them. So as Josephine calls out, uh, they 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 have a small fright as they weren't expecting people to walk up on them in the woods. Uh, and the father uh, says, "Oh, oh." Uh, Hello, uh, and then spots you because you're bright colors. Says, yeah, "Oh, probably, I'm probably waving." Uh, hi. Um, what what brings you out to the woods today? Oh, uh, hello, hello. My name's Josephine Whitaker, and these are my friends. And I definitely like like proper like. Uh, yes, we've got uh, Carmen, Lucy, and Eddie, and we're we're um we're actually out here as a search party. Did you did you not hear? Uh, there's a, a lady that's been kidnapped. Oh, no. Uh, we 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 didn't hear anything about that. We're from Boston and just doing a. I mean, we're we're just out here hunting for for the week. Just you know, we came down here with a couple friends of ours and and just hunting the woods. How long have you been here, sir? Uh, we've been here. I think this is uh, our fourth day out here. And and you didn't hear any gunshots or anything last night. Um, I mean, no, you know, I thought we heard some like late last evening, but it was far. I mean, we were further out yesterday than, than what we are today. We've been working, you know, this direction. Um, what's the kid doing whilst this conversation's going on? Um, he is, he's, he's paying attention. He's listening, but he, he, you know, he is kind of closer to his father, you know, I mean, you know, four strangers with some of them with guns are, are now in front of them. So he's definitely kind of. Um, uh, slunk in behind his father, which taking him in, he you know he looks to be thirteen, fourteen, maybe. Okay. Um. So have you managed to catch anything yet? Uh no, we haven't. I mean, we 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 shot at a deer a couple of days ago that we saw a scrawny thing. Um. Uh, maybe we got one rabbit and cooked it up a couple of nights ago for dinner. Uh, but. Yeah, hasn't been hasn't been really uh, you know hasn't hasn't yielded a whole lot out here. I and don't your know. companions? 
Uh, well, they actually they 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 set off deeper into the woods uh, a couple days ago, and we just I mean that we just we really just agreed to kind of meet up, you know, every couple days, try to t- try to travel in the same direction. So I'm sure we'll meet up with them here, you know, this afternoon probably. I'm so sorry, that's so rude of us. But uh, what is your what's your names? Oh well, uh, I'm. And this is still the father talking. I'm Alistair, and this is Alistair. my son. Yeah, this is my son George. George. Oh, I've got a brother called George. Really? That's yes, yes. Wow. Isn't that something? That is. That is something. I mean, it. it you know. I mean, I would. It's. I mean, especially from uh, based off your accent across across the ocean in in England. Why, yes, oh, I, I do try and hide it, but yes, I am from London. Yes. Nice to know there's Georges over there as well, I guess. Fantastic. And I, I sort of try and, like, look at just, are you enjoying your holiday? Uh, well, uh, he looks at his eyes like, yeah, I guess, I guess so. <laughs> does, does he just look really just off-put by Josephine's questioning? Um, maybe that and, and a mixture of would probably rather be doing something else. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, well, we don't want to keep you too long, but if you could just be on the lookout um, for a sixteen-year-old girl that's missing, we'd we'd appreciate it. Oh, um, I mean, yeah, we'll. Um, but I mean, that you she was kidnapped. Yes, yes, she was kidnapped uh, by a couple of men, and um, that's why we're out here. There will be several of us out here, so you you may run across some more some more people. So be careful with those rifles. Oh, I um, mean. I don't know if there's kidnappers out here. It might be best for us just to to end our trip early and head out. Uh, I don't want to be caught up in anything like that. Uh, that's, we'll that's keep an eye out. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye out on our on our way out for sure. Um, so, have you seen anything unusual in the last few days? Uh, I haven't seen anything. I mean, our first night in, we did come across an artist camp um, of, of college students from the University of Boston were on a retreat or something uh we, we actually had dinner with them that night and you know they painted pictures and you know it's like but i mean and, and his son kind of like he's like like tugs on his shirt and he's like it's like tell him about the dreams and he's like oh no no what what about the dreams oh it it's nothing i mean he's been having real bad nightmares uh while you know since we've been in the woods and it's just kid stuff you know just out here in the dark scared i i try and get down onto george's level and i'm like well actually um back in london i actually am very good at interpreting dreams so if you tell me i can tell you what it what it means and usually bad dreams are actually meaning good things and they're good consequences so yeah tell me tell me uh, and he, he kind of looks up at his dad, you know, kind of for approval, and his dad kind of rolls his eyes like, sure. And he says, well, uh, yeah, you know, I dreamed that about um, we were we were in the woods, and, and you know, I was, I was walking down this, this path, and everything was yellow, and there was no sound and no animals, and it was real quiet, and, and, uh, you know, and well, uh, and it felt like something was behind me the whole time. He says, but my dad, my dad had, had the scariest dream. And I turn expectantly looking at Alistair. And he's like, he's, it, it's, 
nothing. It, no, it's it just. He's like, it's just these woods, you know. I just, I okay, fine. I, I dreamed that that I found this cabin out there, and there was, you know, just something strange in it. You know, I don't know. It's just, it's just a dream. You know, just, just a, a environment-induced nightmare. Strange, strange how? Well, I mean, I didn't. It was just there was just the oh, a door opened of this cabin, and this weird blue light came out, and someone was just standing there, but. I got the feeling that, you know, in the dream, I, I felt like they were, you know, it was real bad, you know, like not someone I'd want to be. Mm. And you've not been having any stress about exams or work or anything like that? Like trying to play up to this whole like bullshit. <laughs> um, no, you know, I came out here just, we, we do this once a year. We go somewhere hunting for a week and... You know, it's just our, just, just, and he kind of hugs his son. So it's just, just our thing that we do to, you know, to bond and, you know, have time together. And did, did anyone else have bad dreams? Any of your other companions or the, are you talking about an artist camp or something? Uh, well, I mean, I think maybe one of them or two, I don't know. I don't, maybe they mentioned some bad dreams. Um, but I mean, we didn't talk about it. We really just, you know, and I'll go close to Alison and say, you said you shared food with them. Now, I don't want to be one to judge, but you know how students are. They, you know, they will, certainly art students, they put stuff in the food. So, you know, maybe, maybe you should be more careful. Carmen just gives her a look like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, a proper, like, wink. Um, yeah, he doesn't really, he doesn't really know how to respond to that. Um, he just, he's, he politely nods and is like, well, I'll remember that for next time I'm around college students and turns and looks at Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you run into any cabins? Oh, no, I, that, uh, I guess that's the strangest part is I haven't even seen a cabin, but I mean, the, the dream was so detailed, you would have thought that I would have really, I mean, but no, I mean, we've just been woods for days was there anything specific about the cabin in your dream yeah i mean it was just it was old i could tell that it'd been around for a while uh, and then the blue light that that was just you know emanating from it from between the boards and really when the door opened but and, and did you have any sound any um no i mean I didn't notice a lack of sound or, you know, I guess my dream wasn't as in-depth as that. And while they're talking to him, and even during that brief time, Carmen paid attention for a half second. She's kind of not because she's still trying to make sure that they're on the right path. So. All right. Um, give, me, give me a track roll just to, uh, see, just to get a bearing. That's not great, but okay. <laughs> yeah, no, she... Bombs it. All right. Um, so yeah, you've you've fully lost the trail. You know, the blood trail. Either, either it just they whoever it was plugged their wound and quit dripping, or you got sidetracked somewhere along the way. I, I blame this family, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> so she just looks around and she's like, "All right." Oh, what's wrong, um, Carmen? I can't find the trail anymore. Oh, well, um, 
Let me, let me see if I can help. What Should we be looking for blood still? I mean, blood. I mean, there might be scuffs on the trees if they're using them to, like, lean on. Or, I don't know, like, what does a wounded animal do? Just move that to human form, I guess? Okay, let me look around. You can do a spot hidden if you can want I to do? try to pick okay. up this trail. This conversation, I'm saying y'all wandered off a little bit. 33, which is a success. Okay, yeah. Um, after a little bit of looking, you do you find a, you know a couple droplets of blood that are kind of moving in the same direction that y'all came from. Okay. And then you find like you find a small piece of a small piece of fabric kind of ripped off on a tree. You know that that just a small like piece of like a shirt or something where someone's been moving through. Okay. Um, I think I think I found some some blood over here. Maybe we should be heading this way. You're completely right. Well, thank you so much, uh, Alistair, and I, I hope you enjoy the rest of your trip. But maybe, maybe you should skedaddle out of the forest just now. <laughs> yes, well, be careful. Well, thank you. Y'all, y'all came from that direction and points from the direction y'all came. Yeah, it's very easy. You'll be fine. All right, well, I think we'll just, uh, and he kind of, you know, pulls his son a little bit. And he says, I think we'll just head out. I don't, I don't want to happen across any more search parties or, or kidnappers or anything and, you know, end up um, shot. It- in, in true Colombo fashion, I say, um, there's just uh, one more thing. Um, you, the artists, um, are they, do you know, are they still in the woods? Whereabouts is their encampment? Uh, well, it was a couple days ago, and it was much further north, uh, kind of northeast from here. Um, I mean, they said they were staying the full week, kind of like we were, so unless their plans were interrupted or you all more search parties found them, I would imagine they're still there because, I mean, they're probably they're scheduled to be a couple more days out here. Thank you for your time, sir. Well, uh, thank you, and, uh, you know, good luck with uh, with returning that, that young lady to her father. Uh, you know, I I'm, no, I'd hate if, if, if my son got, you know, kidnapped. Awful thing. Indeed. Well, cheerio. He kind of chuckles at that and, you know, heads off on their way through the woods. Mm. All right, search party, that is you. What are y'all doing? Following the blood trail, I think, right? Yeah, getting back on that trail. Eddie doesn't really care about dreams. Jimmy has got a lot of questions. (laughs) 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 All right, so as you're continuing on, let's let's, um, just... Tell me something that you see in the woods as you you continue on your day, because you're going to continue on. It's going to be a few hours as you're going and looking. Just each one of you go around, and something that happens in the woods can be a little strange, can just be normal, you know. Um, I think the deeper in the woods that we get, the less birds we hear. And maybe the less noise of any animal. Okay. Yeah, you definitely notice, um, which the woods were never, the forest was never, like, vibrant with life to begin with. But, mm-hmm. you know, things are seem to quiet down. You don't know, maybe it's because it's becoming night, which you would think becoming night, it would get more active. Because that's when a lot of animals move under the cover of darkness. But, you know, it is, it's, it's, it's a little bit quieter out here. I think we probably at one point passed, like, a lake or something. And it's still as glass almost like a inky dark opaque color to it because it is stagnant but out of the corner of her eye she thinks she sees something emerge from it but when she goes to look it's just nothing's moved out of it at all 
I think at some point along the way, um, we find a tree with an unusual carving, just a really rudimentary symbol. It's obviously been there for a long time, um, but yeah, it's just it's just very out of the ordinary. Yep. And again, at one point, I think again, Josephine not really looking where she's going and too busy chatting, uh, trips over like a big route and, and she doesn't fall face first because that would be really embarrassing. She's very ladylike. Um, but she, maybe her hand goes down to steady herself and she actually puts her hand in like, um, it's almost like a group of flowers and actually looking around there's all these beautiful sort of flowers which she does not recognise at all. Um, and they're definitely not, they don't seem native to this forest but they're of like beautiful purples and like dark sapphire blues and stuff and just the, just the way they are not not luminous or they don't glow in the dark or anything like that <laughs> nothing like that but it's just like oh wow we just suddenly come to like almost a carpeted floor of these beautiful flowers yeah yeah um i think they're more yellow than anything <laughs> perfect behave <laughs> sorry my, my mistake i'm a bit colorblind <laughs> <laughs> well uh so yeah um i think that's kind of the last thing that 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 happens in the day there's in this day of travel as you as you're tracking through the woods as you come across this this strange you know this almost out of place like little bed of flowers um as the sun's kind of setting down and then it's coming up on night and you're kind of at the end of your first day and you know um probably need to think about what you're going to do set up you know start scouting out somewhere to set up for the night to, to i mean did you did you pack tents or are we sleeping under the stars types what do we got here for for sleeping situations well, josephine would have definitely got a tent but it would only be big enough for herself i think carmen just has a, a bedroll and some good blankets yeah lucy does not own a tent so same yeah i was bedroll I love it. <laughs> also, can I say that Lucy, do we, we've we've moved past the bed of flowers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we say that because Lucy's so interested in you know books and, and knowledge that if none of us recognize the flowers that she picked some and put them in her knapsack because she wants to kind of compare them with books in the library later to see if she can figure out what kind of flower it is. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. All right. So y'all set up camp for the night as the sun sets behind the trees and it gets darker out here. So yeah, what do y'all want to do as you set up? Um, I was going to suggest that maybe with these possible dangers out that maybe we should come up with some kind of watch schedule. Maybe everybody do a couple of hours. I think that's a good idea. I like that. Mm. I can take first shift if that's, if that's all right with people. It'll be a nice, clean eight-hour night, so we can, you know, give out so, them two hours. So, sorry, what watches? I've not, I've, I've got to be honest, I've never done this before. So what, what do we normally look out for? Just anything abnormal, and any, any noises or anything that seems out of the ordinary, then you just wake the rest of us up so that we're not in danger. How? how do, by shouting, or do we use the whistle thing? I think that the person on watch should have the whistle. I think that's a very good idea. I like that. Um, yeah, I can I can set up first watch if y'all want me to, and I can make sure the fire's going pretty well. And like, as they're talking, she's actually starting to set up the fire to make sure that you know there's there's one between us. Oh, coyotes! 
this, this strange hound of the wood makes an appearance <laughs> this evening. It's not been heard from for a for hundred years. I told you, there's mountain lions in this forest. <laughs> hound of Tindalas. I think she's done. Okay, I think she's done. <laughs> I can take um, I can take second watch. I, I like to read anyway. Yeah, I'll take third. Well, I guess that leaves me in, in last then. Oh, well, that's okay. All right. Do y'all want to do anything before watches commence? I'm scared. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I'm just, uh, Carmen's just building the the fire and just getting down. She has her machete in hand just, just in case. Can I ask what everybody had planned for food? Uh, food in the 1920s. Sorry. <laughs> We've just been basic rations or provisions, whatever the um, store would have supplied. Good old can of beans. Exactly. Okay, so that's that's all I needed to know really was because like what I want to do is I just want to kind of um, strategically place any empty cans in and around the place where they can easily be uh, knocked over and just put a few pebbles inside them. Just like a rudimentary alarm. I love that. Nice. That is brilliant, Eddie. Have you done this before? A little bit. You um, you say you've got an investigation company over in England. Oh, yes, the LBI. Yes, the London Bureau of Investigation. Right, right. Okay. Yes, I, I'm sort of the CEO. Um, but usually other people go out on missions to find just, you know, the talking head. And I actually wrote a pamphlet about it. Would you like uh, to do it? Um, i I'll be all right, thank you, miss. Oh, it's okay, it's okay. Um, <laughs> and I think for, for the evening, she'll just be, is, can we see the stars at all in the, um, in the sky? Or is it yeah, the I think you probably set up in a place that has a little less overhead coverage so you can look up into the stars if that's what you want. Yeah, so all Josephine will be doing is like sketching the stars and then writing in her journal about how great mm. today has gone and give her, her, her own performance review. <laughs> Lucy would definitely would have asked Josephine if she could please read that pamphlet and any other materials she has on her Oh company. my goodness, yes. And uh, if, you, if you let her, she'll talk to you for hours about it. <laughs> we probably talk right through, the <laughs> right through until first watch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So first watch begins. I would like everyone to give me a power roll. Roll against your pal. Even the non-sleeping one? Yeah, it's gonna the the night's gonna go uneventful from a watch standpoint. So you're all gonna get your good two hours or you know six hours of sleep this first night. Cool. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Let me know who failed. You you always want to roll under, correct? Yes. Equal to or under. My pow is seventy, and I rolled (laughs) eighty-two. Okay, pick a number one through four, Kristen. Three. Uh, did anybody else fail? Yes, I. my pal is 50, and I got 58, which is really irritating. Oh, no. Okay, um, you don't have to share these yet. I conceded, if that makes it a difference. Yep. Oh, Amazing. I think I have it now. All right, y'all slept real good. <laughs> you too. Y'all got nice, uninterrupted sleep. Those of you who've received stuff, it's up to you. Which, um, if it calls for a roll, go ahead and do that and let me know. Which I think that's just you, Fiona. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I don't see. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, so I've got to get 50 or under. 
is 57. All right, so you fail your sanity roll. Um, what I need you to do now is to... Actually, I'm not going to do this part for this because it's a dream. Uh, we're going to make sure that you really understand what happened here instead of doing that intelligence roll. Uh, go ahead and roll a d10 for your sand loss. I will. Ooh, that's a seven. All right, so you lose seven sanity. And Whoa. because you lost more than five at one point, you're going to have just mm -hmm. uh, a small... Uh, 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 oh, a little bit of right. trauma. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of a little bit of trauma for a little bit. Um, Things good. are taking a turn. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a d10 for me. Okay, that's seven again. I'm going to use a different d10 next time. Okay. It's unraveling so fast. <laughs> um, I'm actually not going to go with that roll because it doesn't fit thematically. I'm just going to okay. pick one. Fine. Uh, you're going to gain yourself. Let's see. Do you want to tell us as a group, or do you want her to like know secretly and then her role play it? Ooh, we can do it that way. To be honest, it might not be any different. You think, gosh, she's still irritating. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> I was just asking. It doesn't mean we actually have to do that. I no, just... no, I know. But I like the idea. God, nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it to be just debilitating. So, okay, I got it. This will be fun for later. <laughs> I'm in. I'm thousand percent in. Okay, so yep. um, you were on last watch. Um, how Fiona? Uh, based off the last sentence of this, how does everybody get to wake up today? Uh, like it would literally have been like maybe fifteen minutes into my watch, and I've already fallen asleep. Because uh, like, I just, you know, just the way I'm in, and all you just hear is just like, Wah! like a proper, not even girly girl scream, just like a, a 30 year old woman screaming randomly in the middle of a very quiet wood. That's how you all wake up. Huh, what? Huh. Oh my and, god! Yep, tears. Ah! And Carmen just like grabs for the machete and she's like looking around, just like breathing. She's like, what, what the hell's going on here? What's wrong? Josephine, are you hurt? What happened? Uh, I had a really bad dream. Oh no. What what happened? There was like a lake and there was like really horrible water and I was there for hours. And then there was these tendrils and then something came towards me and I didn't know what it was and it hit me and, and like I'm pointing to my chest and like it was like it was right here and it really hurt. It's okay. I, so Lucy's gonna like look to see even though she doesn't think there is, to reassure her that there's no, like, tear in her clothes or blood or anything like that. So <laughs> so she, so Lucy's gonna, you know, try to reassure her. It's okay. Look, look, there's nothing, there's nothing on your chest. It's okay. There's no blood. It was just a really bad dream. <laughs> those, okay. like, those, like, eyes, like, really horrible eyes, and they, they just... I'm so sorry. It's okay. It was just a dream. It's there okay. were eyes on the tendrils? Yeah, I don't know. There's just like loads of them just all came out of the water. And... But you're right, you're right. Maybe it's just the stress. It's the stress of just being out in this forest. That's, mm -hmm. all, that's all it is. And the woods, the woods can be scary. <laughs> Eddie's just going to stand here awkwardly like the repressed Englishman that he is. <laughs> okay then. So, um, guess we best uh, collapse camp, maybe. Yeah, Can someone it's... help with the tent? 
it is just you know maybe about yes. an hour but the sun's just starting to peak off in the distance you know if you were out in the open you would see a, a glow where the sun's starting to come up but you are surrounded by trees but you know your okay. your internal clocks or external watches tell you it is almost morning okay so at the opportunity to do something eddie listens to josephine and starts collapsing down her tent so that he's got something to do and doesn't have to deal with the the, the lady things <laughs> i think uh carmen's actually gonna try to do something i think she brought like a canister with some hot water or like just a water in general and trying to boil some water for teas or coffees or whatever I thought you were going to throw it in her face. No! <laughs> Calm down, woman. Calm down. <laughs> oh, that's mean. <laughs> oh, and rules-wise, no, you can't spend luck on sanity, I found out. So, good call good there. Yeah. There I go. mean, you know, play to the horror anyways. Okay, so yeah, you've all been woken up by a, a screaming, uh, screaming Josephine and heard this, this strange dream uh, that... that that she had and yeah you're collapsing camp mm-hmm. take my tin cans with me Your have any of them been disturbed uh no they're all still sitting where they were you know you didn't hear any rattling in the night nothing nothing like that so they were all went through the night as undisturbed as you did and carmen did okay i suppose we better head off then yeah, I think so. Yeah, still a bit teary, but like sniffling, mm-hmm. sniffling and just sort of like, yeah, I, I think so. Are you okay? Do you think you're you're ready? You know, the fresh air, the, the morning walk will, will mm-hmm. do us all good. It'll be, it'll be yeah. fine. It'll be fine. I, I don't know if you like coffee or tea, but uh, here's some hot water and I, I got both. So like... Oh my goodness. Do, do you have Earl Grey? Or what? Uh, it'll be fine. I'll, I'll take the tea. I'll take the tea. Thank you so much, Carmen. You're so, you're so lovely. And I know, I know you were upset yesterday when I talked about the students, and I didn't mean it. I, I, it's a faux pas on my part. I'm so sorry. I mean, I don't know where students are, like wherever you're from, but uh, at least this one doesn't do any of the funny business. If you know what I'm talking about, I gotta stay clean for my meets. I gotta make I sure can... my, I gotta make sure everything looks great on my end. So um, I try to. I, I, I can see those muscles. Muscles are natural. So, I mean. And she just says, like, a little flex. I think we need to go in that direction. (laughs) Then maybe that direction. I don't know what's going that way or that way. Very, very lovely, yes. I ain't got no shame. And she's going to start walking. All right. So I think I think at this point you've definitely lost any blood trail, uh, but but you followed it long enough to know the direction it was moving. You know the northeasternly sort of direction. So going to continue on in that direction. You think? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, unless there's more to be done at camp, you enjoy your coffees, your teas, your whatever you brought for breakfast. I mean, maybe it's round two of beans. Uh, but yeah. And then you get up and you set out again. So what do y'all do? I mean, how, how do y'all travel through the woods? Um, on feet, obviously. Uh, but do you talk? Uh, I mean, I think, I think, uh, I think Josephine's a talker, uh, as has been established. But, but what do y'all do as you go through the woods? Uh, I think Lucy spends a lot of time looking around because she hasn't been this far into the woods so having uh 
grown up in the town and never really venturing out. This is all new to her for the first time. So she's pretty excited and curious about that. Uh, but she also makes conversation, um, especially with Josephine, because she's polite. She doesn't ever want anyone to feel bad. No, she likes Joseph. She likes everyone as well. <laughs> she just doesn't ever, if, if, if no one else answers Josephine, she makes sure that she does. <laughs> yeah, Eddie quite regularly doesn't answer Josephine because he doesn't really know how to. Um, Eddie is very, very focused on the job. Um, he needs to find this girl. Um, and he uh, keeps his mind occupied by not only kind of taking in all the surroundings, but also he's he's got his own plans for Sydney and his gang. And um, Carmen, she's kind of listening to the conversation, but more like just taken in by the beauty because growing up in Mississippi, she'd always go to Alabama and the Ozarks and all that to go travel and like hit the woods a bit. So she's used to being outdoors and in the nature. So, um, but she's just also just trying to see spot things here and there to see if anything stands out and see if there, if she can get back on the trail somehow. Okay. Um, so yeah, as you are, you're traveling for a couple hours, you know, you're taking it slow. So it's not like you are just, you know, moving through these woods and, mm -hmm. you know, you're taking it slow. Sometimes you double back because you think you see something and you go back to investigate and then just continue kind of on the, the path you were taking. Ooh. Yeah. Can I just ask, um, I'd, I'd like to make a conscious effort to see if I can see any sign of this artist camp or the artist, because they were kind of in this direction, weren't they? Sort of a northerly. Yeah, yeah. And you know the, that, so you start looking out for that. Um, you know, you're probably still uh, at least half a day to a day away because um, Alistair had said they saw them when they first came in and you know, had traveled a couple of days since. So okay. but you are constantly keeping an eye out for signs of the artist, you know, this camp that they make. And, and, and Alistair, he explained the camp. They had a couple of two-person tents. They had some single tents. It, it, it was a pretty big footprint they had in this one place. So they had a tent okay. that was totally dedicated for uh, painting or drawing, you know, kind of a work tent. So you're definitely keeping an eye out for that. Um, let's have let's have some good old uh, spot-hidden rules here. Everybody? Hey, everyone? Everyone, unless you're just actively not looking. Yep. Oh, I pass. Barely fail at 62 up for 60. Oh, with that. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I'm just clutching my chest and sort of wittering on to myself. <laughs> okay. I mean, clutches. yeah. For, for uh, Kristen, pass or fail? I pass. Does it okay. matter by how much? No. Uh, no, this one doesn't. Okay. Um, so, everybody who passed, we'll get back to you. Um, Josephine, you probably didn't notice it because even though it's summer and you expect everything to be green, it's almost as if fall's sitting in early. And leaves are, I mean, leaves are, you know, more, it's not like full-blown, everything's yellow and orange, but some leaves are definitely, I mean, there's, there's, pat, there's patches of yellow leaves and the grass, there's spots where it's yellow, you know, it kind of turned early, you know, so... Does it does it feel temperature wise like it's getting colder or is it just No, just it's still feeling? it still feels like you're in the middle throes of summer, you know. It's still So it's, it's fall for her. <laughs> yeah. The rest of y'all the rest of y'all are uncomfortable. Uh, okay. and Carmen's just like, oh ooh, brisk. No. <laughs> She's tossing on her sweater. 
So, um, unless you guys said you want to role play there, Fiona. Okay. The rest of you that succeeded, um, kind of all at the same time. You, you're, you're, y'all are closer. Whereas Josephine is out, you know, on the other side. You all notice, um, you notice a, um, a blood splatter and kind of a trail that's moving kind of across from where. So, if y'all are heading northeast, this is coming from the east and going west. How big is it? Uh, it's 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 a fairly good size of blood splatter. I mean, it's not the slow drip that you were following. This is definitely someone losing more blood. Would we say this is like kind of arterial spray rather than? Um, it's probably not that bad, but it's definitely someone who's taken a good wound, and you know they can't close it up too easily. Is there any? Is there anything else about like remnants of clothing or? Uh, no, you don't see limb. like. Yeah, no, you know, <laughs> the, the, no fingers, hands, arms, anything laying there. But you know, definitely a trail of someone who is doing some heavy bleeding. Okay. Can we? Um, oh, is there? Can we see any sign of uh, possible number of people? that were in this area where this blood spatter has occurred? Um, so you see, you see that, that along with the trail, it, it's, the ground's been disturbed. There's, there's branches and stuff that have been broken and someone has stumbled their way through here. It doesn't look like a big group of people, uh, so it could either be one or maybe two people. Okay. Oh, should we, should we change direction? And, f- and follow this blood trail now. So it's north. So we're headed northwest now. Yeah, you're. Y'all been heading kind of northeast, more north than east, but you know, so north northeast. And this definitely cuts straight across your path, going from east to west. And and while they're looking at that, um, Carmen's just going to the trees themselves and just like looking at the leaves and looking at the trees because they're looking at one thing. She's off looking at another thing, and she's like. Y'all, it's it's August, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, why? I mean, don't the don't usually the weather change? Well, the, not the weather, but like the the leaves changing. Doesn't that usually like October or like November? Oh yes, not until mid late October here. I mean, I think this tree might be dying then. Or in that tree. In that oh, bush. I think all the trees have been afflicted in some way. Oh, yeah. But hmm. but to answer your question, Eddie, um, well, either whatever came through here is either really badly hurt or the thing that hit it is still out there. So I don't know. Um, well, didn't... I'm just thinking, didn't the hunter say that, uh, that the artist camp, that was that was to the west... So we're headed in that direction now, aren't we? If, if we, we take if we blood... take the blood trail, then yes. Well, it could be possible that it might be one of them, or they might have seen something. They could be in trouble then. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I think we we should be staying on the track, though. Right? We we're supposed to be finding Jane. Well, this is the only trail that we have. So should we change directions and follow the new blood trail? Is Seems this like a our new, only clue? Is this a new blood trail, though, or is this what? the same blood trail? 
it's is this just a fresh wound? It's uh, yeah, it's definitely fresher. The blood is de- is not dried up the oh, way it's you fresher. would expect. Okay. you would expect it to be uh, from the one you were following previously. So yeah, either this is brand new person who's you know been hurt, or you know someone started bleeding again. Can we see any sign of the original trail? Is uh, there any other sign that anybody's gone in another direction? Um, at this point, no, you've, you've lost sight of the, the, the initial trail you were traveling. So you've just been continuing on in that kind of northeastern, you know, direction. Mm. Well, it seems to me that if we've got like no actual real direction that we need to go, the logical thing would be to go that way. I think that's right. And at least then we could see if anyone else can help us because they won't have heard about this, this kidnapping mm-hmm. and stuff. So, and I don't know about you, I, we've not heard anything else from the, any other whistles or any other things from any of the hunters group either. So I think no. it's our best shot. I agree. Carmen? I mean, if it's the only thing that we have going for us right now, might as well just follow it. I think it is. Okay. Have any of the leaves fallen or are they still just... No, they're still hanging up in the okay. trees. Okay, sorry. All right, so y'all follow this new trail uh, and more off to the west, and you follow it for about half a mile or so. You can keep up with it because there is a, a good considerable amount of blood that's that's being lost here. It's not like a constant trail, but you know when you when you run out of blood, you should see more of it off in the distance. So you can keep up with this trail pretty easily for about half a mile, and. Yeah, about a half a mile in, uh, you find a a hunting knife that's kind of laid off next to a tree. It's got blood on it, you know, kind of dried up blood that's on it. Is there anything else in the sur- like right around the knife in this in that surrounding area? No, this is the right right where you are immediately is just this knife. Car- Carmen goes over and like uses her sweater to like sleeve to like pick up the knife. Oh, be careful. Yeah, so as you pick it up and, and, and are looking at it, it, this knife is, I mean, you, it's old. You can tell it's old. It's rusty. Um, it's, you know, it's not a knife that has been well cared for. It's, I mean, it's almost as if it's been laying there forever except for the drying blood on it. Whoever got stabbed, they might also have an infection too or something because this thing is nasty. Oh, it's is. also evidence she hands it to him <laughs> if he wants it. Josephine gets out one of her many little bags, like a baggie, and is like, here, we can, we can put it in this if you want. Love that you have baggies. <laughs> but what, what could it produce so much blood? It, it can't be a person, can it? Maybe, maybe it's a bear. A bear? It could be a bear. Oh, no. But c- c- bears can't use knives, can they? <laughs> no, I mean, maybe, you know. <laughs> maybe, maybe a hunter was able to take down a bear and had to use the knife for something. Like a hunter skinning? took down a bear with a knife? No, with a rifle first and then used uh, the knife after. Oh, okay. Yeah, come on, okay. Eddie. Gosh. Sorry. <laughs> so as you are talking about bears and the likelihood of, uh, of someone taking down a bear with a knife, um, Carmen, you, you're looking around and you see poking out from, from like some bush, uh, you see a shoe sticking out that has some blood on the tip of it i'm just like they're just talking about bear and she's like holding up a finger like hold on and she's gonna walk over to the shoe and just like try to see if it's attached to a body 
Uh, it's definitely on a foot, which is attached to a leg, which is attached to pelvis area, which is also attached to a body. <laughs> uh, she's like, uh, y'all, I, I don't think it was a bear that got attacked here. What? What is it, Carmen? What do you see? Uh, someone. A someone? And oh, she's going Jesus. to like, like push, try to pull the bushes further back so she can like get a better look at the person. Um, at this point, I'm drawing my gun just to be on the safe side. I'm dry retching. Lucy, <laughs> Lucy immediately runs over to, to look at the body with, with Carmen. And depending on what she sees, we'll be... We'll see what her reaction, how sick she gets. I'm trying to show you what you see. Hold on. Oh. Oh, yeah, good. Pictures of dead bodies. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it it's a drawing. It's a drawing. I, mean, I, I took I took uh, forensics class. I can look at dead bodies. It's fine. Oh, okay. Oh, yep. Uh, okay, okay. Oh, I do. I don't know. It's, but basically, you get this this dead person with... What, uh, what's super spooky is that I'm wearing dungarees just now, yeah. and the body in the picture is. And <laughs> oh, I'm like, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, you've it's, got this, this, this dead person uh, with a nice yellow shirt, uh, some paint speckled on their, their uh, dungarees or uh, overalls for... Uh, you Americans and uh, yeah um, unless you're used to seeing dead bodies we're going to do a sandy roll here okay cool excellent <laughs> so I just roll the same thing I've been rolling and get below my sanity right correct yeah. correct I mean okay. yeah I did it <laughs> oh oh thank goodness all right, if you pass, you're not going to lose anything. Uh, I mean, you may throw up if you feel like that's your natural reaction, but nothing that's going to really affect your mind. Jimmy, did you roll? Or is your I'm going to say that I, I've probably encountered dead bodies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I passed as well. Yeah, I passed, but Lucy's definitely... Um, I mean, her curiosity definitely took her over there with no hesitation, but when she sees it, she's going to be a little nauseous. I think she moves away and that sort of okay. stuff. I think the color sort of just drains out of Carmen's face, but um, I think she's holding it together pretty well. I rolled a fifty-one out of fifty-five, so like it was, it was really close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah, Josephine's gonna be behind Eddie, like a, you know, gripped onto his shoulder, <laughs> like, yeah, like that. Okay, uh, Eddie winces slightly. It's a proper um, claw, <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, has a look at the wound. Now that wound's going down his side. Um, yeah, been... Does it look like a? Is it is it a stab wound? Is it from the knife? Yeah, he's been. He's, this person's been stabbed like right in below their rib cage. You know, on this on okay. the side. Do you think we should blow the whistle? No. My oh. only concern would be that if we blow the whistle, we might draw um, attention to ourselves, oh, and if okay. there's people going around knifing others then yeah yes yes that's a that's right that's a good idea i'm not thinking i mean clearly. we've got their knife currently but i agree we shouldn't draw any more attention to themselves no but, we but, shouldn't but, but lucy do you recognize them are they are they is it one of the one of the boys i was just gonna ask kent yes no do I recognize um, them no uh this because i mean they have paint like on like on their clothing Okay. So. Oh, the R. Oh, they <laughs> <laughs> look about Carmen. Hello, Kristen. I, I also forgot. It's fine. <laughs> are they are they kind of bohemian looking? I mean, they they look like an asshole college student. <laughs> yeah, my friends. <laughs> 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 overalls. 
No, they they definitely would look. I mean, they definitely look like one of okay. these artists. You know, they they have the telltale signs of an artist of you know different colored paints on their clothes and on okay. their hands even. What about um, age? Uh, college age. College. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was clarifying too. I was trying to see what how old they were. Um. Well, do we just leave it here then? Like, leave it here. Do we leave him here then, or like, or or do you want to go to the could, camp? Could we? Uh, I know, Eddie. Don't you have a map? Uh. Yeah. Uh, Is there any way we could mark it on the map somehow so that after we find Jane, we can send people back here to? I don't know, get the body. I, I feel bad just leaving him here. Well, maybe we can... Uh, like, are there any rocks or anything we can cover the body up with to just kind of preserve it a little bit? Yeah, if y'all want to be in that business, you can do that. <laughs> no. Nope. little flag. <laughs> I'm not going to, yeah. I'm, Lucy's not going to go back near the body. Kristen's first thought was, well, we loot the body. But that's not Lucy's <laughs> thought, obviously. <laughs> She's keeping her distance. Uh, you come up with uh, some blood on your hands. And, uh, <laughs> um, I mean, unless you strip it down, not much else. No gold pieces? Come on. No. So, <laughs> question. How, that, how fresh never is death then? Like, how, how fresh is the dead body? Um, give me either medicine or first aid roll, whichever yeah. one you feel more accomplished. Ooh. And Eddie might know too, right? I mean, yeah, if you want to get one of your teammates to do it. Lucy won't go back near it, I don't think. I will try first aid, but she's but she's going to, like, pose to the group if you want to help. She's like, um, I don't know if this, how how long ago do you think he was hit? Do you, and was it with this thing? And she's going to point at the the knife, so she's going to mm. look at the wound. And that's in the baggie. That's in the baggie, yeah, she's pointing at it. So, let's see. I think at the request for help, because Lucy is extremely polite, that kind of green in the face, she goes back over to, to peek to see if she can be of any assistance. Is it? Can I roll with like disadvantage? Um, just make a normal roll. I know okay. there's rolls for assisted rolls. Um, I think it's just who whoever has the better skill is going to roll at it. Oh, okay. Whoever's and more equipped to succeed. What I are we rolling? So. Yeah, no. Um, against either medicine or first aid, whichever you have higher in. Oh, Eddie, would this, or Jimmy, would this be something your character, because they were a cop, um, would be better? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have first aid specifically, um, but... I, I can try. Um, so what, what would just be a... Could I, can you roll like an intelligence roll, or...? What is a, what is a one and a ten? Sorry. Eleven. That's, a, that's eleven, yeah. You can make a hard intelligence roll, if you want, Jimmy. Yeah. I've, okay. I I succeeded on my hard first aid. Okay. Because I have sixty in first aid and I rolled an eleven. Okay. Well, um, well, Jimmy, I won't make you make a pointless roll uh, since you used okay. so well. I don't know how she oh. would have succeeded narratively. Um, oh, I mean, also, fun fact: of- baggies were invented in 1955. Uh. You, that's what you think. Josephine's actually invented them way before. <gasps> Canvas baggy. Yes, yes, Josephine. I'm working out that patent. Is what's going on? I think, I think I can say like narrative. Like she has read every book she can ever get her hands on. So maybe that helps her in knowing. Yeah. 
So, I mean, you're not confident in your answer for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not a medical expertise, but through your knowledge that you've, you've gained through just looking at this type of stuff, um, you feel like this person's actually been dead pretty recently. Uh, they, 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 and they're dead from losing so much blood that they've probably been losing over a day or two. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, as far as time of death, probably, probably within the last couple hours. I think I think he's only been dead at, today. Maybe this morning. What do we do next? Uh, should we go to see where the camp is then, and like see if there's any other survivors? Maybe it stands you, for reason that maybe something's happened over at the campsite. You think there could more people could be d- dead as a result? Oh, well, we do don't we... know what's happened. The and the camp's not. The camp's in the other direction, right? The, the camp, camp is, is east. So this person was coming from the east, going west. So Okay, well, you know they were coming from the east, going west. So we were going west. Yeah, if I said, no, y'all were going north. Um, right. If I, if I said the artist camp was west, I totally meant east earlier. Sorry. Uh, okay. But no, you said from, east earlier. Okay. They came from the east and were heading west. So if you're going to backtrack, they're, you know, backtrack from dead body to camp. Okay. You would say you're going to go east and follow okay. that, that trail. So, sorry, very stupid question. So, does it look like this guy was running away from the camp or towards the camp? Sorry, uh, I, away. Yeah, away. away. Yeah. I'm with I'm with you, Fiona. I got yeah. yeah. Away. Well, it looks like he was running away from the camp. So, I don't think we should go there then. I don't. Away. I don't, away. I don't I mean, think we're equipped to help. I mean, if anything, we can see if there's anybody who's surviving and see if we can just help them out. And what about Jane? We're still almost haunt. Like we're it's just a small detour. Well, I su- and they might be linked. You never know. I mean, like I said before, we don't have any idea where Jane is. For we know she could be in that direction. Oh, that's true. In I fact, guess- there's more of a reason for her to be in that direction. If it's the kidnappers that did this to the artist, then they're going to be that way. Oh, you think you think Sydney or Eugene could have done this? I just that's so out of character for them. Do you know them personally? I've yes, I've 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 met them quite a few times. They used to come into the library. Well, if they're kidnapping a girl, I don't know how much out of character it is if with murdering somebody. That's that's true. I just hate to think they would have done this. But tell us I think about you're a, right. Tell us about one bad incident you had with them in the library. I think they came in drunk and uh, were kind of very mildly G-rated harassing Lucy, you know, like asking for different books or, you know, kind of knocking things around and being annoyances, just being annoyances and very, cause Lucy is kind and polite. And so just being very unkind and rude and uh, it was extremely upsetting to her, even though what they were doing wasn't very bad, it was just upsetting to her. Um, yeah. Okay. I think you're right. I think if we can help, we probably should go and find, go and find the camp. Well, let's get started then. All right. So we are backtracking the dead body, eh? 
So you all uh, take an easterly course and start backtracking. Um, it's it's pretty easy to try to follow. This person was not moving stealthily through here, uh, they, and they also had the added um, trouble of losing a lot of blood, so they were stumbling their way through these woods. So you all have an easy trail to follow. And you begin following it back, and you follow it for most of the day. Uh, it's, real, like I said, easy to keep up with. And you travel, you know, quite a few miles through the day. I mean, you know, like... And by quite a few, I mean like maybe four or five miles as this, mm. you know, because this person was not moving fast as, as recklessly as they were moving. And uh, it begins to get nightfall as you're continuing on. You don't get to the camp. Uh, you, you definitely make good headway towards that direction, but it is definitely beginning to become dark in these here woods again. Wow. I, d- I didn't realize he lost so much blood in such a long time. Poor man. Well, if it's getting dark, should we should we make camp? Yeah, I think so. I don't want to be wandering these woods at night. Can I suggest that we do uh, watch shifts and pairs tonight? I think that's a good idea. I'm okay yes. with that. Carmen? <laughs> should we partner up? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. Oh, thank God. Oh, good, good. I know. <laughs> I have more I'd like to talk to Josephine about, about her. Yes, yes. I, well, I'll show you the second side of the pamphlet. We... <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right. So as you're making camp, I would like, unless you're explicitly not looking, I would like t- to have a hard spot hidden roll. <gasps> under that's the first of the little numbers. Ooh, okay. The top oh, one or the bottom one? The top one. Okay. The of the two, the, the, What's the bottom one then? Is that like that's extreme? Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know the then. That is a hard success. That is a hard no. Uh, yeah, that is a hard success. I got a three. Oh, <gasps> right. Good job. Nope. Yeah. Nope. So, I passed. Um, Carmen, you're maybe outside getting you know. I'm busy making the. Something. Yeah, I'm busy making fire. Yeah, making fire. Making, f- making fire. Making fire. <laughs> I I'm at camp, but <laughs> fire. Uh, I mean, it is a horror game. All of a sudden, Carmen just like, fire. Y'all walk like, off and she's like, oh, finally can release my magic. <laughs> <laughs> Been holding in all day. <laughs> uh, okay, so those of you which passed, um, whatever you're doing, uh, setting up camp, you notice, uh, I'm, I'm going to say one of you notice it first. Uh, the glint like the sun is just catches something uh, and, and glints off it, something glass, something reflective, um, maybe 20 yards or so away. Do you, do you see that? Is it like in a tree or is it like on the ground? Um, it's on a small rise. So there's kind of a small hill with a couple of rocks and it's kind of between those, those bigger rocks. I mean, the rocks are big enough that someone could kind of hide behind them. Okay. Oh, Oh, what is that? Is it um, like I'm just thinking? Is it is it like um, like a binocular glinting or like a signal mm. or something like that? Uh, like, I I would suspect that you know I would have had some experience of mm-hmm. you know tracking yeah. or following like flashing, people. Yeah, I'm afraid it's the scope of a gun. If scopes were a thing, what's everybody's luck? Uh, Seventy-five. Seventy. Uh, fifty-five. Okay. Carmen, too. Um, um, yeah. I didn't know that's part of it, so that's why. Oh, I that's a- got gotcha, you. Yeah. Sorry. Um, 
What's your What's your luck, Carmen? I think it's thirty five. Okay. I, um, I don't. What was the luck number again? I think I might have done the math wrong. Oh, that was uh, three. What was it? Three d six. Two d six times five. Uh, oh yeah, probably. Uh, that's probably right then. I rolled really bad <laughs> for this character. All right, so we're going to do a group luck roll, which, if I'm remembering correctly, is the person with the lowest luck makes the roll for the group. Is is that me? That is you. you. <laughs> oh, okay. No pressure. I know, right? That is a 49, so that's over my luck, so I okay. fail. Okay, so as y'all are sitting there, Carmen, you're doing your thing with the fire. Um as the rest of you are sitting there looking at this this light glinting off this reflective surface, a shot rings out um, and hits a tree above your head, but behind you all. Josephine's instantly on the ground. Uh, yeah. All right, so Josephine and, and uh, Lucy are eating dirt. Uh, Carmen, okay. you heard the shot. You're aware. You're not just you know, lost in fire-making land. <laughs> I reach for my machete and start looking around, and I'm like, Hey, where are y'all? <laughs> um, I found the nearest tree and kind of gone behind it to give myself opportunity to draw my gun. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you um, the shot rings out. Um, Carmen, you see Lucy and uh, Josephine hit the dirt immediately, you know. And oh, so they were nearby. They didn't like wander off too far. No, they're they're within range of. You know, okay. You, know, see, I mean, you you could probably locate them pretty quickly after you you heard it. You know, your attention got drawn, and you see uh, you see Eddie, you know, post up behind a tree. Okay, I'm I'm going to assume that at this point, I I know what that glare was, um, and that it would come from a rifle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. There hasn't been any second shot. If you you know. Five, ten seconds have passed. There hasn't been a second shot yet. Uh, Carmen's gonna be like, "We ain't deer. You can get up. Come on." And she's gonna sort of like squat down a bit to make sure that she's not within hitting range, but like, and keeping herself safe. But at the same time, she's like making it known, like, "Hey, we are humans. We are yeah. not the deer you're looking for." So staying behind, <laughs> staying behind cover, but also indicating, you know, like clearly we're people. Yeah. Okay. Um, what are you doing, Eddie? What's your plan here? Okay, so I'm at the moment I am just kind of centered on where the reflection came from. My gun is out and it's trained at that spot, but I know that I'm f- too far away to to make any significant impact. Um, is there any sense of movement? Anything else coming from there? More glare? Uh, no. I mean, you see now that you've seen know where it's coming from you can see that the the, the rifle is still there you you have pinpointed it as as the scope of okay. a rifle okay so what kind of distance is it uh we're looking at about 20 25 yards oh okay so it's well it's closer than i thought um okay i would like to try and kind of go around to see if i can get closer so not kind of a, a dead straight line but just sort of up and around towards that spot all right, give me a stealth throw to see if you can get over there, like, undercover. Carmen, what do you want to do? Are you hanging out still, or...? No, I think she's also um, uh, squatting down and sneaking. Uh, I guess she didn't see the glare because she wasn't with them, but she is going trying to see where they are and, like, see which direction they're going. And I don't know if she still sees Eddie at this point or not, but she's going to try to 
also yeah. try to sneak around as well. Yeah, I think you'd see Eddie moving in a direction. So you have, at least you have an idea. Eddie knows where something's happening. So if you want to And she's going to sneak like around the other way then. Okay, yeah, give me a stealth roll as well for you. Okay. See how, see how we do. Uh, how'd you do over there, Eddie, with your stealth roll? I got a success. Okay, so yeah, you move up, you 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 stay low, keep a low profile, move between trees, and, and work, start working your way closer. Uh, you probably get within, you know, you close you close about half the distance. You're about ten yards away or so. Post up behind another tree. Okay. Uh, uh, um, at this point, then I want to see if I can actually make out this person. Okay. Yeah, you see. Um, you see just at you know behind the uh the scope you see you know a, a hair a head of you know some brown hair um and um someone looking they're real kind of shaky i mean the guns the, the, the gun is kind of shaking um but yeah you definitely see someone holding this gun the gun's uh, shaking yeah well you see now that you're closer you see yeah whoever it is they're either real nervous or they're injured but they don't have great control you know they're not it's you know mm. uh yeah dirt people um lucy would just have maybe peeked her head up a little bit to say that we're that we're with the search party in case it's another group of like the hunters that we ran into earlier okay yeah, Josephine would have pulled out like a really s- small white uh, with dotted handkerchief, and it's like, <laughs> "Don't shoot, I'm British." <laughs> <Sort of. laughs> yeah, please, you know, like that's but like head on the ground, like she's proper eating the dirt, as it were. But you know, it's like, yeah, okay. that's what she'd be doing. All right, how'd that roll go for you, Carmen? Not, not great. Uh, I definitely felt that like a lot. <laughs> All right. So yeah, you start to head out, and there's not as much cover on your side. Uh, it's more open. And as you do, let's see. Let's see what happens. Bring it. Quick. <laughs> God. My last uh, words. I say. <laughs> I'm bringing it. Uh, uh, your face gets eaten off. No. <laughs> well, that was anticlimactic. <laughs> okay, while, while Kent's looking for that, can I just say that the one thing I told Kent about the horror games I'm playing in this month, I said, can you please not have a clown eat my character's face? So I love that you just said your face gets eaten off. <laughs> it's just my go-to. It's not a clown, apparently. It's going to be a bear, so like... We're, you uh, know what? True. Then I'm okay. Then it's, <laughs> as long as it's not a clown. Uh, that well-known very <laughs> face-eating bear. So, Eddie, from your vantage point, you you got an eye on this person. Uh, the the rifles just kind of pointed out in the direction y'all were before you moved stealthily. As you're watching that and getting ready to make your next move, you hear a crack of a branch over in Carmen's direction, and you see the gun go that way and fire. Uh, Carmen, give me a. I don't feel like dodge because that means you have like some sort of superhuman capabilities. But give me another luck roll. To see how to see if this bullet lands. Yeah, but I'll give you advantage though, since okay. this is shaking. So I so I roll my D hundred twice and take the lower one. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty. Good. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that one. It was a seventeen out of thirty-five. So. All right. So what I rolled was right on the edge of a success or a fail. So I wanted to leave it up to luck if it landed. So this this bullet. This person takes a shot at you when you step on on a branch and make a noise. They whip around real quick and shoot at you, and the bullet just hits like, just 
inches in front of your feet. You know, had you been moving any quicker, you would have taken this bullet. And Carmen's mad now. So she's actually going to run up and tackle the person. <gasps> All right. So yeah, you 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 break out in a full sprint. Uh, Eddie, you see this start happening. Anything you want to do as you see Carmen just enter athlete mode and just start sprinting towards these rocks to get around and, and, ta- and take this person down. Um, I want to roll my eyes to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, check roll. it out. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a sass roll. Like. Be like, yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna. I, I I need to distract now, so I'm just gonna open fire on this guy. Um, obviously, I've had some time to to see him, and I know that he's facing the other direction. So I, I'm gonna aim my gun and um, take a shot. I don't want to kill him just yet, though. Okay. Um, I just want to aim. I mean, that's going to depend on your role. <laughs> okay. No. All right. Um, so it's firearms, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Nope. All right. So you missed. You you take some shots. I mean, you are. It's a hard shot because there's these couple of rocks they've put themselves behind. Um, you didn't fail bad. Like you didn't fumble, right? Not a critical. No, 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 no. So, so you don't hit Carmen as she comes around. <laughs> uh, this actually helps out Carmen uh, because as you shoot, it draws his attention back your way. And I mean, Carmen, I'm not even going to make you roll. You, you, you. I mean, you football tackle this person into the just straight up shoulder tackle, like I, yeah. You let me know. Pick him up a couple inches off the ground and then like sort of slam him on the ground. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. just and she's gonna like sort of like get him onto his. I don't know who I, I'm gendering, and I'm sorry. She's gonna get this person onto their back and trying to like wrestle them down, like by like knocking the gun out of their hands and just like hold their arms down and like sort of straddle their lap and just like sit on them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So as you get him down, you do see this. This is um, uh, a a man in his like twenties, you know, late mid to late twenties that you've got pinned down and and really secure. I mean, they put up a small fight for a minute to try to get loose, but uh, they realize real quick they're outmatched by by this college athlete who who has taken them. (laughs) (laughs) Out come the guns. These guns. All right, so we won't do any more shooting. This uh, the gun. I assume you knock it away, or I mean, yeah. it probably barfs it up whenever you hit him. It probably goes flying off in the distance. Yeah, that shoulder check just catches him off guard. You just like any good action movie, it just sort of scatters on the ground and just so it's like yeah. a couple feet away. Yeah, comes skidding to a stop up against another rock or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as soon as um, like sort of comes onto him, I'll um, I'll come out of cover and, and head towards this person as well all right you do other two that are that have got your face in the dirt uh, i think lucy would have yelled up or is everyone okay and then just, if she's just she's just like just don't shoot like even though like she just can't see anything but i, I think it wants us a bit more quiet and then obviously lucy uh, probably getting up uh, just yeah. all right so everybody convenes unless you don't want to everybody convenes on the mm-hmm. scene of of Carmen with this with this this man pinned to the ground. Uh Lucy immediately you recognize this as Eugene. Sorry, I was uh, stuck on mute. Uh, Who is it? Uh it's Eugene Clayton. 